Blog Talk Radio. My mother just reminded me of what day it is. <laughs> so I uh, lost the day somewhere. <laughs> say, say that again. Um, oh, you got an applause for reminding me of what day it is. So I don't remember what day what day it is. I I don't sit and write down, so Huh? Um But it says like right there in the studio on the top. MLP Talk Year in Review twenty fourteen, twelve twenty nine, twenty fourteen. I'm not at my computer. Why are you ever at your computer? I'm attempting to mix mashed potatoes into my dog's food. Why? So that he won't eat it. You have a spoiled dog. Not really. He only gets this once in a while. <laughs> Ow! Yeah, because now he's gonna follow me. All right. Well, I suppose I will open up the chat room then. While Pony Baby chows down on goldfish. Okay. Here we go. This side too. All right, now I will let. Okay. There you go. Enjoy. 
if you don't know. No, I will let Samantha know the chat room is open. Yay. It is so cold today. Like, it's beautiful out, or it was. I guess it's dark now. But it was a beautiful day today, but, geez, it felt like it was 20 degrees. Actually, I have no idea. I have no idea how how cold it was. Well, it is winter after all. That's no excuse. (laughs) I, I will second that motion. Let me so see. It says it was 41 today with a low of 22, but go over that 41 degrees. It was probably 41 degrees for about five minutes. <laughs> oh, tomorrow's going to suck. A high of 34. I'm supposed to be paddling tomorrow. How am I going to paddle if the the, the water is going to be, like, near... Fi- oh, crap. Hold on. Melody! <laughs> Melody! Uh-oh. She just dumped out a whole bag of goldfish crackers. But our worst thing... Out, of course, but it still sucks. Well, I have to say, if you had pony puppies, you would not have to worry about cleaning that up. <laughs> well, the problem is, is I have pony kitty, and pony kitty gets sick when he eats people food. Ah. And he likes goldfish crackers. Because they smell like cheese and green products, which smell remarkably like what he eats anyway. Oh. Oh. <laughs> How about we give you uh, just a little bit instead of the whole bag? <laughs> yeah? There you go. Okay, where where are your strawberry shortcakes? Strawberry shortcakes, honey. Here they are. There you go. You eat those. Okay, sorry about that. Tony's work is never done. How was your week? Well, hmm. Oh, Samantha says that the player keeps wanting to loop for some reason. Um, but my week was okay. Christmas was pretty good. 
I got from uh, my secret Santa gave me uh, Dexter Charming the doll for Christmas. So that was pretty cool. Um, Angel Ponies sent me Nirvana buttons, which I'm really excited about. Now I need to figure out which Nirvana she is. (laughs) What does she look like? She's yellow. With three colors of hair. What about the cutie marks? Uh, she's buttons, so she has buttons. Oh, yeah, duh. (laughs) That's the cool thing about buttons. Pick it up. Didn't we pay more money for, for My Little Pony Talk? Oh, um, Samantha wants to know what pose. It is in the Majesty Proud pose. She thinks it's Argentinian buttons. Let me go to my little wiki. And what about paying more for the show? We're only paying more money for the show now to try and get... Um, Melody, stop throwing your goldfish crackers on the floor. Um, to get less technical difficulties. No. <laughs> Maybe we should consider <laughs> There is nothing to, to pay to get that because you got to figure there's... Um, they're running servers, and, you know, sometimes servers, you know, screw up. You know, that's the downfall of having an Internet talk show. You are at the mercy of servers that you cannot walk up to, look at, glare at it, and start yep, it's, on Ar- it. it's Argentina Buttons is what I have. Woo! So, yay, my very first Nirvana pony. Oh, good boy. He ate all your food. Good puppy. I am very excited. Oh, hooray. That will probably be something I will probably never, never own, simply because I don't know enough about them. I I never thought I'd have a real, like, Nirvana pony, because they're usually pretty expensive, Yep, and I can't be paying that much for a pony normally because I have like regular bills and a toddler and stuff. 
and a pony husband that will stop you before you hit enter on, on eBay. Oh, no, I eBay when he's not home. Ah. <laughs> Otherwise, I would never get anything. God. In that case, I know exactly what he's going to do. He's going to block eBay from one time to another time. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> now that he stopped trying to touch the computer, it's my computer. My computer. <laughs> Can I say hi? Hi. Hi. <laughs> There's your dose of cuteness for today. Oh, thank you. Yeah? You say pony? You say pony? Yeah, baby. She can say baby. Ooh. <laughs> Yes, Samantha, my computer, my precious. <laughs> so, anything else interesting? Um, let's see. I got several sweaters and things. Um, apparently they make computerized bathtub duckies now because Melody got one for Christmas. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's by VTech. God, even the rubber duckies are not safe. (laughs) And, um, Melody really likes pressing the button. Well, it's a button. Yeah, so I get to listen to that all the time now. You know, buttons are fun. Buttons are great. Uh, Samantha says she finally got the custom rocking pony done. Finally got her glitter custom prize. And tons of friends over the past month. And now trying to get the blue Pegasus custom done. Sweet. Um, one one present that I got that I'm very excited about is, um, I got the game Tales of Vesperia for the Xbox 360. Nice. I've only had 
chance to play it like three times. I'm totally <laughs> it plays very similar to Tales of Symphonia, which is like one of my favorites. Um, normally, I when I when I cosplay, I've recently been cosplaying as Sheena from Tales of Symphonia. I can see myself cosplaying as Esteles from Tales of Vesperia. She's a a, a, a pretty awesome character. Oh, unfortunately, I have never had the the joy of being able to do that, or even see it in person. Um, I I strongly encourage cosplaying. Just if you're going to wear any character with a skirt, I strongly recommend wearing shorts underneath. <laughs> Because, yeah, there's a, I've never had any problems with my costumes so far, but I have heard that it can be troublesome. Of Uh, course, only one of, one of my two cosplays, only one of them wears a skirt and she's not exactly the, you know, hot chick in the miniskirt character. She is a <laughs> disheveled librarian sort of character, so that that might help. But well if I ever cosplay I don't think I can pull off you know the sexy female characters. I think in my case it would be um yeah no not a good idea so yeah so far tales of some uh anything else um I got a jacket that doesn't quite fit, so I need to take it back to the store. Um, thanks to to breastfeeding, a lot of things don't fit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they may never fit that same way again. Um, what with me not being in my 20s and all. Um, yeah. Let's Melody got a toy that was so that that was so enthralling to her the first couple of days that when we put it in its box to take it with us to Grandma and Grandpa's house, screamed like we were murdering her. <laughs> oh God! What was it? 
It's uh it's well, the box says it's a xylophone with hammer spiel, but basically it's a xylophone thing. And the xylophone goes in this slot underneath a kind of like a workbench with three holes for three wooden balls, a blue one, a green one, and a red one. And it also comes with a little wooden hammer. And you smack the balls with the hammer and push them through the holes, and then they roll down the xylophone and make sounds. Or you can just play the xylophone, or you can just play with the balls, you know. But um, it's very rainbow-colored and wooden and interactive. And, boy, you'd think that we had, like, stolen her puppy or something. (laughs) It is not my fault that we were... Here, can you put on another one for her? Um, let's see. We also got Melody a My Adventures with Disney Fairies book where she was, her name and where we live and her birth date are included in the story. Ooh. That's kind of fun. Right now it's more fun for me because Melody, when she's interested in the book, won't actually let me read it to her. <laughs> She's a bit possessive. <laughs> and Fred got a new hoodie, which he's wearing right now, from a barcade called Ground Control in Portland. Ah. Anything else interesting? Mm. Can I get other things? I'm sure I got other things. Uh I already talked about the game. I talked about the clothes. We got a gift card. Oh, that's right. Fred got me a, a a book of projects that are Jane Austen inspired. Oh, that's Everything cool. is... Yeah, so it's got recipes and it's got craft projects, which I find ironic that he got it for me considering that a lot of times he's saying that I need to have less projects. <laughs> But I really do like it. There's a lot of things in there that I can that I can do. So So any other interesting books that you received? Huh? I said any other interesting books that you received? Oh, yes, indeed. I got an amazing book from you. (laughs) 
Hold on. And here is my other co-host. Hi, Summer Blade. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I got distracted playing Skyrim, and then I realized what time it was. <laughs> I understand completely. <laughs> so, so do I. Um, you guys have seen the episode of My Little Pony, Through the Crowd? Through the Clouds? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Three is three is a cloud. The one where Discord makes Princess Candace and Twilight, you know, go off on oh. the Oh yeah, yeah, that one. Where he pretends to be oh. sick. Pinkie Pie in that episode is totally me right now. <laughs> 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 Okay, so the book I got from you was the My Little Pony G3 Collector's Inventory for all the ponies released between 2003 and 2007. And trust me, it was a hard decision as to which one to get you. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's good because I needed this one. And now I just need the one for the G3s between 2007 and 2010. And then I'll have a complete G3 collector's guides. Um, <laughs> And, oh, I got your uh, thing, words, speaking in riddlish, Christmas card. (laughs) Words are hard sometimes, it's okay. I got your Christmas card today. Yeah, I I, I sent it on Saturday. (laughs) There's a very good story behind this. Okay, normally the Christmas cards are always in the attic, and the attic door is blocked off by a bunch of stuff, mostly to keep um, the heat from going up into the attic to try and keep it in downstairs. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought they were in the attic, and unfortunately we never went upstairs to get any of the Christmas stuff down. So we didn't even put up a tree this year. And we were cleaning up the dining room for Christmas, and I move a chair, and I look down, and all my Christmas cards are right there. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. I I looked down at those Christmas cards like, really? Y'all couldn't have just, like, yelled at me. (laughs) But then I had a really hard time picking which cards I wanted to send. (laughs) Well, I like the cards that you you picked. 
Yay. Oh, my gosh. Totally random, but I was looking in the Wicked Monster High Customs Facebook group, and someone made a great custom of Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors. Ooh. Including Ooh. A, a little potted Venus flytrap that I'm guessing comes from the Venus Monster High doll. Sweet. That is actually really cool. Yay for creative people. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, for Christmas, I got from Summer Blade, I got a great rocking horse custom. That's a rocking horse carousel moon dancer. Ooh! Glad you like it. I, was I do. What character it was? And I have your guys' presents, but I haven't shipped them out yet. Well, you know. That's perfectly fine because, you know, it just makes Christmas last longer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we usually so, leave all our Christmas stuff up until my birthday at my house anyway, so. When is your birthday? January 6th. Ah, which is technically Epiphany the la- slash the last day of Christmas. Yep. So it all works out. Very good. Very good. Well, normally we put up uh, Christmas stuff, you know, lights, a tree, you know, hang our snowflakes in the middle of our archway. But with my mom being so tired and me... You know, she doesn't want me trekking up and down the stairs carrying heavy stuff. Yeah. Well, probably not a good idea with your knee. Yeah. You're kind of falling apart. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. She's slowly getting back together. Yeah. (laughs) You know what Monster High doll you need? You need Frankie Stein. (laughs) <laughs> so she can learn to stitch herself back together? Maybe for, supposedly, from what I've read, Frankie could stitch her back together. Oh. <laughs> from what I understand of the character, not only is Frankie Stein the daughter of uh, Frankenstein, um, she's, she's a science genius. From my understand. That's kind of cool. So, I, I wish they put up more episodes of that. They have episodes? Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, they have like little monsters. movies and stuff of Monster oh, High, I think. That's ever, ever after High. Never mind. I'm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, for Ever After High, you need to go to the Ever After High website. 
because Netflix only has four episodes. To self, go to ever ever have to ever, ever, go to that website. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of falling apart, you know, I hate to bring this up. Um, I don't know what I did to my my right foot last week. I don't know if I stepped on it wrong or it's just hurting because I because of the lyrica. I've been slowly puffing up with water. Oh. And it's it's gotten pretty bad now. That's not good. No, it's I have thigh, 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 foot. Oh no. <laughs> There is not even a distinction between those two parts. There is no ankle. But I'm thinking maybe it's all the water that's causing it to hurt. Because it just suddenly just started hurting last week. Mm. So Yeah, I, I think I need Frankie to come and stitch me up. You're right. <laughs> well, it's better the doctor starts treating you like a pincushion again. Uh, that's and that's probably, probably not a good idea. Well, that'll probably be sometime next month, hopefully. <laughs> I'm crossing my fingers to do that trial. Ooh. So, so, Summer, how is your week? Oh, pretty good. Had Christmas Eve at my grandmother. Well, actually, my uncle's house. Um, and then we did Christmas with uh, my boyfriend and his family. And I got I got my present from you in the mail. I got the um, the pop pony. It's a playset. It's the um, it's the Sugar Cube Corner playset. Oh, awesome! And it's a very cute little house. It's actually when the Pop series first came out. It's the one playset that I really, really wanted and could not find anywhere. <laughs> so thank you, thank you, thank you, Panda. I really, really appreciate that. <laughs> You're, you're welcome. I kept watching your um, your want list because it was like digital, 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 digital. It was like, yeah, something I can buy that's not like gonna blow my entire budget. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's all it's all Kindle books that I'm gonna save up for and then get later on, kind of thing. Yeah, or you know the two to three dollar Kindle books that I get like on a daily basis so I'm all over the place (laughs) you know what I do uh, for my Kindle books is I go out and I buy those um, I buy gift cards yeah the the Amazon cards yeah I'll buy myself I'll buy myself a couple of gift cards and throw them onto my account that's my book budget Now, see, I thought about doing that. 
Just because yeah, everything's getting hacked nowadays, so that way nothing gets onto my um, credit card. Exactly. And for me, it's just, you know, that's my budget of how yeah. many I can And I bulk, and I, you know, and I'll get them whenever I can afford to get them, which makes it easier because you know, then I'm just adding more in so that, you know, however many I want to get. Mm-hmm. Because I've gotten into reading the little um, mangas on there. And, you know, getting a whole set of those, that's like, that kills about five, five to seven dollars right there. Yeah. I can't get manga on mine for some reason. I think it's just because I have the really basic model. Uh, but um, um, let's see what pony stuff did I end up getting? Oh, I got um the the Funko vinyl figures. Ooh. I got a Discord. Oh, oh, I want Discord. I'm so jealous. Oh. <laughs> Actually, my my boyfriend and his um, oldest son, my friend Dave, they went in on it together because they were in Hot Topic, and Dave saw it and said, man, I really want to get that for Brittany, but I don't have enough money. So <laughs> he and George went in on it heavy. Aww. Yep, so I got a Discord. And he's really cool. He's up on the shelf with uh, my Funko Rainbow Dash and uh, Derpy Hooves or Muffin Pony or whatever you want to call her. <laughs> and I also got a little plush Applejack in a purse that has her cutie mark on one side and her name on the other. And I got a fleece throw that has a whole bunch of the Friendship is Magic characters on it. And it's really soft. Really, really soft. And then, oh, I got the um, one of the little Friendship is Magic books, the Journal of Two Sisters. Ah, which is supposed nice. to be the book about Luna and Celestia when they first became princesses, which is actually kind of good. I sat there, and, and I got that from my friend, and I opened it Christmas morning, and I sat there and read it and was, like, into that book for a good half an hour before I realized that I had to go do other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend was like, babe, babe, do you want to eat? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then my friend Phil got me a stuffed unicorn that I have named Moonstone because he kind of looks like Moonstone because he's blue and he has like a shortcut yarn mane, but it's rainbow colored. And she gave me with that a parrot shaped cookie cutter. Nice. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I can make parrot cookies now. You can make mimic symbol cookies. Yes, oh. I can. 
There you go. Mimic cookies. <laughs> now, of course, you know, you cannot just make a mimic cookie out of any old cookie dough, right? Yes, I know. It's got to be special, extra special cookie dough. It has yep. to be green. <laughs> Anything else special, girls? Uh, no, I think that's about it. Um, I checked out a book on building cob cottages from my library, but that's about it. <laughs> oh, I did get Nishi's Christmas card. Thank Yay! you. At least my Christmas cards got out on mostly on time. <laughs> I haven't gotten a Christmas card. Yes, you you should have. Nope. Well, I just got mine today, so... Well, maybe I'll get it tomorrow. Yeah. Did you check the mail today? Yep. My My, my mail service is wacky here. Well, I have to say, the wait to open up Summerblade's gift yes. was, well, was well worth it. Oh, <laughs> I'm so gift? glad you like her. <laughs> well, what is the gift? Did it's you take pictures cup- yet? It's on Facebook. I posted it on Facebook on Christmas, or yeah, on Christmas. Oh, it must have gotten buried in my feed. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> okay, cool. That's the the Pandora's box, Tony. <laughs> Pandora's awesome. box with three roses. Pandora rose. Got it. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Pandora rose three. Oh, yeah. That's right. There is a technically a number. <laughs> See, I didn't know about the number. That was a happy accident. <laughs> When you posted, you were like, it's perfect because my screen name is Pandora Rose 3. And I was like, 3? I don't remember the 3. And then I was just like, okay. So maybe I did know on some level. And that's why I put three roses on there. (laughs) Although I have to say, one of the highlights of my holiday season was tormenting you as you tried not to open it before Christmas. Oh, that was fun. I was trying to get some other people in on it, but they they were like, you know, you're kind of mean sometimes. I'm like, no, I'm not. This is this is fun. <laughs> this is like yeah, just I, a little sisterly ribbing. 
He was just teasing. Yeah, he was sitting still in the envelope on the table, on a card table that I've been leaving out to hold stuff. And finally, after all the ribbing, it's like, okay, fine. I ripped open the um, envelope, but I left the card and the gift unopened. Mm-hmm. So then I put her, um, we have an end table that has these little slots on both sides. So I put her in there since we didn't have a tree. So I couldn't put her under a tree. And she patiently waited. <laughs> yes, she did. She was very patient. Yes. So after I unwrapped um, the gift from my mother, which is the, is the usual, she got me some new sweatpants, which is great because that's about all I wear when I go out nowadays. And the traditional Christmas underwear. Ah. <laughs> well, you, do, home, you need that. You that's that's something you always need too. Yes. In my house, it's not Christmas unless you receive underwear. <laughs> if you get socks too, well, you know Santa came. <laughs> <laughs> And then the day after Christmas, I got my gift from my pen pal, my pony pen pal. Oh, that'd be Amanda McCarthy, right? Yep. And I got some great stuff from her. I got um, her her daughter sent me some G three stickers. Cool. And they are pre core seven. Oh, so you had different ponies on there. Yep. I have the basic core seven, but you know, it's a, a couple more ponies added in there. No, wait. Nope, it is all core seven. Never mind, but they're still cute. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a a sheet of stickers. I don't even know what what stickers they, these are. They're um, 3D stickers. You guys can go get food. And I really want to find out where she got these from because I want another pack. Because these are too cute. Because you have you know you have all the characters. And you have Princess Twilight Sparkle on here. And you have a couple Ooh. of the uh, you have a couple of the pets. You have Angel and, and Gummy. And they're three D? They're three D. Cool. I like those puppy then, stickers. Those are I like them too. I love them. And she made me two ornaments. One she crocheted, and it looks like once you stretch it out, it looks like a um a little stocking. Oh, neat! 
Yeah. I got one long sparkly one. And the one thing she sent, which I really, really, really love, is she sent me chocolate, the chocolate marshmallow candy. Mmm. Which, for some reason, you can only find that stuff at Christmas, or at a holiday time. Which stinks, because I really love that stuff. Okay. You guys have fun. Be good. Hey, there's no fun in being good. Exactly. <laughs> Did you see the picture I posted of when we put caps on Melody's uh, markers when she was done coloring with them? No. Oh, it's great. She threw herself backwards over Fred's leg in a fit of rage. <laughs> how dare we put the markers? How dare we put the caps back on the markers so they don't dry out? <laughs> <laughs> Then in the comments, I posted another picture of her just walking around crying, holding a marker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is. She's really a very funny baby. (laughs) So selfless. It's like she truly believes that if you put something away and she can't see it, then it must have disappeared. Uh-oh. So once you learn that you take the caps off markers to color with them, once you put the cap back on the marker, you just took, basically took away the marker. Ah. Well, yeah, because then she's got to take the cap off to use it again, and... Well, no, it's, it's just like a lot of work. Feels well, she she can't get, first of all, she can't get the, the caps off the markers herself yet, <laughs> which is good for me. Um, yeah. But just, like when, like at Christmas when we put her toy back in its box, like, like I said, she screamed like you thought she, w- she was being murdered. Because... <laughs> yeah. By putting it in its box, you made it go away, which means to her that she will never see it ever again, which explains why when she goes to nurse, she feels like both sides need to be uncovered, and if you put one away, she freaks out and starts on the side she's on and tries to open up the other side. (laughs) Needless to say, the last few months have been kind of weird. <laughs> she, she's just trying to show you off. That's that's what it is. <laughs> well, see, that's another thing. When we have company over, that's the first thing she wants to show off. <laughs> Oh, people are over. Let me try and pull Mommy's shirt down. <laughs> well, I, I told you about when I was living with my friends and the baby, we were going to City Hall for something, and I was carrying her, 
and I was wearing a tank top, and she just grabbed the tank top and just proceeds to yank it down. <laughs> and there's a cop, like, right there. <laughs> yes, I'm ashamed to say, stuff. I'm ashamed to say my toddler has sexually assaulted shop women. When we've gone out to stores, they're like, oh, how cute, can I hold the baby? And they pick her up, and Melody's like, oh, no, <laughs> no, yay. <laughs> they're like, is she trying to pull my shirt down? I'm like, she doesn't understand that you can't nurse her. <laughs> she's pretty, she's, she's fairly well convinced that people are just holding out on her. <laughs> She's not entirely sure that Daddy hasn't been holding out on her this whole time because every once in a while she'll test. <laughs> you know, she'll like squeeze his, his chest and I'm like, no? Hmm. <laughs> and she throws her hands to the side in kind of a questioning gesture like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> kind of funny, really. Oh, I second that. That, that does sound really funny. Well, I'm like, you know, when I was taking parenting classes, they're like, you know, when you first give birth, you know, put the baby, you know, on your chest, but not like right next to your to your boobs for breastfeeding, and she'll crawl up there. And and she'll find her way there on her own. It's like amazing they grow out of that. So like when they're brand new, they have an instinct to do that. I'm still waiting for her to grow out of that. <laughs> Eighteen months, almost nineteen months in her sleep. In her sleep, she will do that. <laughs> He's just got strong instincts, that's all. I guess so. Oh, she's remarkably strong, though. Like, she can drag around a 25-pound bin of her books. She can drag that around the living room. But she can't figure out how to get the cap off a marker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess she just hasn't quite got the grip down yet. Yeah. She's more of a a brute strength than a finesse player. (laughs) Well, I'm sure she'll figure it out, you know. Either at work or somewhere when, you know, grandma or somebody's watching the the baby, and all of a sudden she finds a way to get the caps off the markers and then figures out the wall is a good place for the markers to go. <laughs> well, that's why that's why we give her color wonder markers. Ah. Oh. Oh. Eliminate Crayola. that problem. Uh, well, because if you give her a pencil or a pen or anything to write on, she will try to write on the door and the walls. You really have to monitor her with that stuff. 
Um, but the color wonder markers are great because they only work in the color wonder book. Which is perfect. Yeah, I want to get her the color wonder sketch pad because that's just blank pages. And then she can scribble to her heart's content. Because when you get her the Cinderella book, she just wants to color Cinderella's face. Over and over and over again with as many possible colors as she possibly can. <laughs> she will color on no other part, just the face. That's too funny. No, I can always claim that Cinderella is just mid mid transformation, like in Sailor Moon. There you go. Mm. But um, my holiday was actually normal and good. Um, my mother and I went next door. There's um, a little old there's a little old Mexican woman who lives next door, and when we first moved into the house, okay, we instantly became part of the family. Oh, that's nice. It was like instantaneous. Here's your, another daughter and another granddaughter. And every year, like clockwork, we go over for um, Christmas Eve because they'll go ahead and do the tamales and, you know, they'll open up a good deal of presents and she'll do the baby Jesus thing. I, we can never understand what she's saying, but. We can understand some parts. <laughs> but um, we went this year. Unfortunately, we, we my mother and I think it might be one of her last years with mm-hmm. us. Oh. She is diabetic and she is on dialysis. Oh. So, and she has been in and out of the hospital this last year quite a bit. I mean, we're we're kind of hoping that she'll pull through, but on the other side, we we kind of already know that you know she may go. And I was eating my tamales, and I I had taken all my meds that day. And I get goofy when I when I eat, <laughs> but I can't quite get the food on the fork. And I can't quite always make it to my mouth. <laughs> oh, no. Something always goes wrong. So it's like I'm eating and, like, everything's all, all falling off the fork. And it's like I'm pouting at it. I'm growling at it. And she's getting a big kick out of it. <laughs> I'm just entertaining her to the max. Because of course, because you're is, growling at your food. Yep. <laughs> and and because it just won't stay on the fork. And <laughs> the the one thing she always does, that no matter how much family she has there, when my mother and I walk in the door, and we sit and we get we get carted right to the table, we sit we get seated. And she comes.
comes over and she sits by us and she stays there with us the entire time. Aww. She can have That's other nice. family coming in the house. She is right there with us the entire time. Well, see, she wants to make sure you don't feel like the lonely strangers in the house. Exactly. Even though we've got everybody there going, here, do you need what? Do you need more of this? Here, 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 here. Try this. Here, try this. <laughs> so, and then, so what you're saying um, is she's with the Apple family, and you're like Twilight Sparkle and Spike. <laughs> yep. And she is just like Granny Smith, always making sure that you got some food. Food on your plate, and she's always trying to feed you. Because <laughs> there are some days when we do try to avoid going over there simply because we know exactly what's going to happen. We're going to get sucked into the house, seated at the table, and fed until we can't move. <laughs> Because that has happened, and it wasn't even Christmas Eve. I forgot what we went over there for, and somehow we got sucked into food. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, that's just how some people show love, through food. Yep, yep. And then um, on Christmas Day, uh, we had a real treat. My uncle came over for Christmas dinner. So he came over and we spent the day together, all three of us. So cool. Yeah, that was a nice change of pace. Oh, yeah. well, most of my family went to visit my uncle at his uh, nursing home the day before Christmas. Ooh. Christmas Eve. So that was really nice. Yeah. Me and Melody were the first to get there, and he was all kind of sad and mopey. And then my sister showed up, and then he got really excited because my sister's like his favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my sister has a remarkable talent for making people with mental illness feel like they don't have a mental illness. Oh, that's good. It's why she sort of has a relationship with our mother. Um, she just really good at it. Like her mind is really flexible in that regard. Not so much in other ways, but in that regard, like totally flexible and she can just like into anybody's reality. But um that was kind of cool. Now, I will say that I have heard I have heard rumors that a couple 
couple family members of mine are are divorced. Hmm. Particularly, um, I it, it seems like the talk is that one of my aunts and uncles are getting a divorce, which is. You know, I'm more cut up about the idea of them getting divorced than I am about the fact that my parents got divorced. Like, I, my parents getting divorced, like, yeah, you totally should have divorced her, like, 15, 16 years ago. But, wow. but my uncle getting a divorce, it, it pains me a little bit because, well, because I while my parents were in the middle of having all their issues for the last two or three decades, my aunt and uncle kind of been more like my parents. So, my aunt and uncle getting divorced is more like when somebody feels like their parents are getting a divorce, I guess. Yeah. It's the weird thing about stuff like that. Some people seem to, some couples seem to hide it a little bit better. So I guess it becomes more of a shock when it finally comes out. Well, I think part of it is since that's the closest to normal I have, you know, my parents' relationship was completely functional and always has been. But Aunt Carolyn and Uncle Kevin kind of had a more stable talk to each other in normal tones of voice sort of a relationship. (laughs) Gotcha. So, but of course, I mean, I know that there were other problems. Because, you know, my family were kind of hard to get along with to be quite honest. Yeah. You know, we're really loud and outspoken and obnoxious and like things just so neurotic. <laughs> so Yeah, but I think I think almost every family kind of has that dynamic. But everybody, like, they have family game night. There? You all right? Okay. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah, I I ate some meatloaf or something, and it made my voice sound funny. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, like, my husband's family, like, they have... They've done family game night, and they talk to each other, and they work things out, and they're like a TV family, and it's really, really disconcerting for me because I like, um, it's like watching people in Planet. But (laughs) apparently there are people like that out there, you know? But I'm not used to it. Well, see, my mother and I, we used to, um, and we still do it, you know, every once in a while, whenever we get the the urge to just sit there and do it, we'll go ahead and do, a, like, a game night. See, that's just, like, 
my family doesn't actually like, none of them actually like leaving their own home. And they feel really weird about having people come into their home. So, we would never see. We're like, poor. You know, we're all related, but nobody talks to each other. Ah. Uh. We're all just content with the knowledge that we all exist out there somewhere in the world. <laughs> like the unicorn. Oh, my gosh, it's like the last unicorn. Like, we all exist in our own little lilac wood where we can look at ourselves in a reflective pool and know that somewhere out there there's another one of us. But unless someone told us that we were the last one, just accept that there are others like us and and, and be good with that. <laughs> but, like, if someone told us that, like, our whole family died all at once and we were the last, we would pre Oh. <laughs> be like, no, there has to be more. I have to go and find them all. <laughs> that's basically my family right there. Just watch the last unicorn. That's if you the last unicorn with my big fat Greek wedding. That's basically my. <laughs> During, like, my big fat Greek wedding. The rest of the year, we're more like the last unicorn. <laughs> well, you just brought us into our topic for the night, finally, <laughs> which is, oh, of good. course, our... Hmm? Oh, what's, the, what's the topic, then? It is the year in review. Oh. Well, let's, well, let's see. see. Um, okay. Last February, I... snow, and Melody played out in her first snow. Aww. And it mm. it, it I, I got... Three pictures where she's not screaming. (laughs) One of Fred holding her, one of me holding her, and one of her sitting in the snow before she realized it was cold and wet. (laughs) (laughs) And I almost didn't get that one of her sitting alone in the snow because the camera on my phone, because I had the Samsung at the time, didn't, I guess, have enough memory to properly construct the photo. So I had to salvage what I could of that photo and take it into Photoshop and re-put it back together. Wow. Like one of those, you move the squares around and try and make the picture. It was kind of like that. Um, And it was really creepy because it was mountain snow. You know, like the kind of dry, firm snow where you walk on it and it doesn't turn to slush? Yeah. We don't get that kind of snow here. Ever. Ever. 
However, we get slush. When it snows here, it's a wet snow. And it never right. stays around for very long because it's super wet. It's like partially melted anyway. It's slush. We get slush. So to get Aww. a weird, so to get mountain snow here, I was I was convinced that the end of the world was nigh. <laughs> mountain snow. And so that was Melody's first snow, and that was the first time I've ever seen mountain snow here. I've seen mountain snow in the mountains because we have, you know, the Rocky Mountains, the Cascades. We've got Mount Hood. Um, I have never, <laughs> never seen mountain snow at sea level before. That's just freaky. Um, and then. Um, in June was Melody's first birthday, and we had her strawberry shortcake party. And the rest of the year has just been kind of crazy. I joined the paddle boat team this year. I've only made nine custom ponies this year. I feel bad. I've only done nine. But I guess that is twice as many as last year. Last year I only did four. Mm. I think this year most of my customs have been like smaller ones with molded hair. Yeah. Which I do confess I've been getting lazy with hair ever since I discovered a a really nice air dry clay. (laughs) Because it's faster to mold the hair than it is to go ahead and just actually re-hair it. Yeah. Isn't it though? I love school. Yes. <laughs> what reminds me, I need to order more epoxy sculpt. I've been buying it from a local retailer, but I think that, like, I don't know how long their epoxy sculpt has been sitting on the shelf because this last batch I had, like, wasn't sticking to itself. It would dry and then fall off. I totally had to scrap the wings I was doing on this one pony. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So I'm going to have to totally redo it. Totally redo it. I had to basically pull the wings off and just toss them because the feathers kept falling off the stupid wings. Like, you know, is that, you're supposed to... Is that the, the one... Um, oh, gosh. I know I remember you talking about that. Uh, it was a peacock pony, right? That you said it was molting yeah. more than a real bird. Yes. Oh, yep. Eventually, I just gave up on, like, gluing the feathers back on, and I was just, like, scrap it. So, I'm basically having to start all over from scratch. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. And let's see what else. Oh, my husband's uncle George passed away. Oh. 
So that's never fun. Mm-mm. Yeah. Especially when they pass just for a holiday or just after a holiday. Because my grandmother passed on February 11th. And we buried her on the 15th of February. Oh. So, yeah. Well, I'm hoping that we will all have a good 2015. I second that motion (laughs) and third it and fourth it. And my New Year's resolution is to do one custom pony a month. Oh, there you go. We shall see. I would just like to finish all the half-done ones I have on my workbench. Oh, goodness me. You know what's been, like, the hardest thing for me to get up, the, just to get up and go to finish? I have a whole bunch of G1 ponies that were my friends. And she was, you know, she's had them since she was a kid, and she's cut their hair and whatnot. So they need, you know, have hair plugs replaced to generally be cleaned up. This shouldn't take me that long. Mm-hmm. I cannot make them do it. Huh. You know, it's just, I have the hair for it, but it's just, so, not my thing. Hair. Hair. Well, rehairing is just, I, I mean, any way you do it, it's time consuming. Whether you have, you know, the tool or you have to do, like, the loop and lock mech. You know, method or whatever, whatever method you use, it's still, it's still so time consuming. Yeah, I mean, it can't. It, it it's just like it can't not be. Well, and I need a new. I need some new needles for the herring tool anyway. But it's just. You know, finding someone who sells decent herring needles is kind of a pain. Because not everybody seems to have their own. I wish I could help you. (laughs) I really do. Well, I have gotten the best girl, but I have a hard time getting in touch with her anymore. She's not particularly active. 
have when people become inactive on the group and the forums. Yeah, because then it's hard to get a hold of them. Yeah. So, Summer, what about you? Oh, uh, my year? Yep. Well, let's see. Um, well, we had a slight hospital scare where my boyfriend had to go to the hospital again because he had a little bit of a seizure. Okay. Um, that was the only really bad thing. Well, that's not so bad. What type of seizures does he have? What's that? What type of seizures does he have? Well, it was just something that had happened. It only happened twice. And... The first time that it happened, the doctors were like, oh, you know, it's just a blood pressure thing. And then we, he was supposed to be taking medicine for it, and what, he gave, what they gave him was too strong, and it was making him dizzy, so he stopped taking it. And then about four months later, he had another one, and they said, no, we don't think it's just the blood pressure, so we're going to give him stuff for a stroke and his cholesterol. And he's been being he's been being very good and taking all those pills like he's supposed to. So we're not going to have those anymore. They were pretty sure it was something that was caused by his um his high blood pressure. Because he's he's not an excitable guy. He's not somebody that gets stressed out very easily. But I think it's like I think it's just genetic. He just has high blood pressure. Yeah. Well, you know, and that happens. There are some people that, you know, they eat right and they still have high cholesterol because their body just seems to make lots of cholesterol. Uh, my cousin Ryan has always kind of had a a, a a temperature, like, you know, like his normal body temperature is like 99.5. So he just, he just runs hot. Yeah. Whereas my normal body temperature is like 97.2. So... I feel like I need a medical bracelet saying what my normal body temperature is. In the event that I pass away, it's totally going to screw up my time of death. (laughs) They're going to be like, she's been dead for like hours when I may have just died, like just then. (laughs) Well, it's just like, Um, okay, Um, I'm big. Okay, so you would think that I would have like, really high blood pressure, my sugars would be off the wall because I do, like, sweets, and my cholesterol would be, like, through the roof, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I had to go to the doctor a couple of weeks ago because I had to go for my, you know, three-month checkup. You know, my blood pressure is running high, but contributed to the Lyrica. Because I am on a high dosage, so um, he unfortunately had to give me some blood pressure meds, which I think are doing something because I haven't had any headaches in the morning anymore. Well, that's good. Nice. 
Oh, yeah. So my mother and I contributed the headaches to my blood pressure being high. So then he ran my blood, and my cholesterol, I'm perfect. Oh, that's good. And there was one time when we were talking, and he goes, you know, I have skinny girls, high cholesterol, blood pressure through the roof. He goes, you? Yes, you're heavy, but you're a healthy fat person. <laughs> well, you and know, that's, that's the thing is is so many people who are heavy get people talk to them like they have bad health, like they make bad yeah. life choices or something. And that's not always true. Yeah, I mean, because um, I told him what the psychiatrist said, and he goes, no, that's not going to work for you. He goes, eat healthy, and I do. For the most part, you know, I eat very healthy. Yeah, I fall off the wagon <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Cake in the house, you know, I'm going to eat it. You know, I'm not just going to sit there and stare at it and go, oh, no, it's going to go right to my belly. <laughs> Hey, you know, I know the feeling. Um, at work, we're, everybody wants to try and do this. Like in our in our department, everybody wants to try and do a weight loss thing, and they want to try and do Biggest Loser to see who can lose more weight, you know, the fastest. And I said, I'm going to tell you all right now, I'm going to lose. <laughs> and it's but really bad what? because we all work in a bakery where there are cookies and cake and bread and all the things I like to eat, which is why I work in a bakery, because I love bread. There you go. (laughs) But see, you know, being heavy, you know, doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be completely unhealthy. I'm heavy mostly because my thyroid. You know, once I hit a certain weight, I can't. I can go a little bit below that, but not much. No matter what I do, because my metabolism is running so slow, or it's reacting to whatever changes I've made. I can eat like a rabbit for. A month, and I've done this. I ate like a rabbit for like two months. I lost about 10 pounds, and that was it. Well, hey, 10 pounds is something to be proud of. I'm always excited when I lose 10 pounds. Oh, I was excited, except for I'm eating like a rabbit, and all of a sudden I'm gaining weight. (laughs) Well... And but see that's and that's the thing. There's so many people out there who, if they're skinny or they're fit, they feel like it's their job to tell everybody else, you know, that they need to lose weight, they need to get healthy, etc. And the truth is, is unless you actually are the person's doctor and know the, what the person's medical issues are. You really have no right or authority to make that kind of a judgment. Like I said, I've found plenty of people who are 
healthier than most fit-looking people, they just, you know, they have a thyroid issue or they're taking a medication that makes them retain water or whatever. And that's just, you know, and, and being skinny doesn't, doesn't mean you're going to be happier or healthier. I know plenty of skinny people who are mean, angry little snots. (laughs) Oh yeah. Mean, angry little snots. And I have known plenty of heavier people who are like happy and loving and will give you the shirt off their back and and you know of course I've known the reverse too but just it's important that that especially in the, the United States man we seem to be so judgmental we really need to just chill yeah unless Definitely. unless we absolutely know someone is hurting themselves like if you're seeing someone that you know and love and care about, eat a box of like a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts every day. Yes, absolutely say something. My God. But if the only thing you're seeing is that they're heavier than they're supposed to be, let it go. Seriously, just let it go. Because... Go on. Well, it, it just... You're not going to help someone by criticizing them, especially, like, the people who feel the need to criticize heavy people not realizing that that person has just lost, like, 100 pounds, and they were feeling really good about themselves until you had to say something. Oh, yeah. You know, it just... I mean, um... Go on. I just... (laughs) I've... I've seen so many people get get their, you know, their motivation taken away by well-meaning naggers that feel like they're the self-appointed, you know, police of health and fitness. I actually stopped being friends with someone because they decided after they had lost a bunch of weight, and they were still heavier than me, but after they had lost a bunch of weight, they were going to tell me that I wasn't healthy enough. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, they could, like, totally hike up all the trails and, like, they were, you know, feeling super athletic and I, I have asthma and I'm never going to be super athletic. But I still like to go hiking. I'm just not going to race up the trails, you know. And I wasn't going fast enough for them, so they were like, you know, maybe you should, like, get your heart checked and do some stress tests and stuff before we go next time. I'm like, how about you go at my pace because I have asthma and no amount of stress testing and heart checking is going to make that go away. Yeah. Well, it's just like um, that doctor I went and saw, the uh, psychiatrist, who told me about losing weight. It's like... I have no thyroid. That is the main thing. Nobody nobody really realizes that, you know, your thyroid controls a good portion of your body. It controls how fast your metabolism works. It controls how your energy is. 
it controls the temperature in your body. You know. And well, yeah, uh, it's kind of a kind of a big thing. Yeah, and I don't have one anymore. They killed it off. Um, I'm what they call a controlled hyperactive. Because once I hit that overactive state, I was hyperactive for so long that my body got so used to it, I have to stay like that in order to function properly. Mm. Um, Last year, I went into work one day and... I, I was, like, on, on the verge of having a mental breakdown because I had missed, when I got home, I counted all my meds, and I realized all the doses I had missed of my medication, I missed a whole month's worth. I called into my doctor's office to find out what the blood tests were that I had just had, and my levels were in the normal range. So it's like, uh uh-uh, no way, I cannot be normal. Luckily, it took one week of taking all my meds, and I was back to normal. That's the one good thing about these things, is it's quick to go right back to normal. But that just proved you know, I I need to be I need to be hyperactive permanently. Well, and I think the term hyperactive is a little unfair. Well, you know, I well that's the term they put for uh, what my thyroid what the thyroid was because. It was overproducing uh, the hormones. Oh, well, yeah, hyperactive thyroid. Yeah. So my th- I was my thinking levels... more like mentally no. hyperactive. No. I, I literally need to be in that, in that range of being hyperactive between a certain, a couple of certain numbers in order for me to be normal. So. Dang, it's crazy. (laughs) But see, at least you know who you are. And what your body is supposed to do. There are so many people that are so obsessed with trying to be everybody's normal that they can't accept their own body's normal. Being able to accept your own body's normal is a tremendous gift. Oh, yeah, me? I'm I'm totally that person that says, hey, look, you know what? This is the body I got. If you don't like it, there's the door right there. And it will hit you on the butt on the way out because I will be slamming it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Somebody. 
And yeah, I would love to be a hundred pounds less than what I I should say, a hundred pounds less than what I was before I started taking the Lyrica. Oh heck, I'd still like to be a hundred pounds less. <laughs> But I know it's not going to happen unless I do, you know, a major surgery. But I'm not going to put my body through that. Well, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I feel like if if that's if it's for health reasons, like if you have to do a weight loss surgery because your health really is bad. Absolutely, you know. Oh, yeah. But if it's merely because other people think you should be lighter, then, you know, just it, it's not a necessary thing. And, yeah. and I think we're really hard on people in this country for being heavy or for being in a normal weight range, but because they're short it doesn't look like a normal weight range. Right. And so, you know, it just... And body mass, like, like people are like, oh, body mass index, body mass index. But weightlifters are, are are technically obese by body mass index standards. Oh, yeah. You know, the body mass index is not actually a good measure of health. Mm-mm. Nope. So, because I will, I will admit to this. Okay. Um, just before I started taking the Lyrica, you know, I was just under three hundred pounds. Which, I say, if you can be as big as me and love yourself, hey, love yourself. But anyway, unfortunately. Since I started taking Lyrica, as I said, I've started bloating up with water. And I'm unfortunately at 330. Okay. I currently hate that that fact. You know, this is the first time I've ever actually hated my weight. Because I can't do anything about it. You know, I mean, it it might not always be that way, and that's something to remember, too, yeah. you know. Oh, trust me. And as soon as this knee is fixed and my doctor clears me for it, I'm hitting the Y because I want to get under, I want to get back to the way I was when I went in for the original surgery. Well, and you if can I, do it. When 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 you get the clearance for that, I will cheerlead for you every week. Thank you. <laughs> and I will too. I mean, yeah, and I know people are probably, probably going to think that's crazy that all I want to do is lose thirty pounds, thirty thirty to forty pounds. But this thirty. Well, to 40 hey, you know, pounds, you you take small steps at a time. Oh yeah. I mean, the thirty to forty it, pounds. Is for that's me actually a big still deal. a pretty decent size. Well, that's 
that's a fairly decent sized goal. If I lost 30 or 40 pounds, I would be around what I weighed when I got married. If I could lose like 50 or 60 pounds, I'd be like what I was when I graduated high school. It's actually a fairly substantial amount of of weight to lose. And I think it's a very reasonable long-term goal to set for oneself. Um, my my weight loss goal is to get down to 125, but if I can get down to 145, I will be happy. There you go. I I want you know I just want the weight that I put on since starting the Lyrica. Yeah, I want to lose the baby weight, but I can't lose the baby weight fully until Melody has decided she no longer needs to breastfeed. Right. Because if I lose weight too fast, it's going to come out of my milk supply first. Yeah. And I want to make sure that if she still psychologically feels the need to breastfeed, that that's an option for her. There you go. Which is a good thing to do. You know, it is nurturing. Yeah, it's. It's how she calms herself down if she's been around a lot of people, like family functions and stuff. Aww. You know, it's that that quiet space, that that warm, comfy place. And, you know, I realize that it can't go on forever, but she's only 18 months old right now, so I'm not really too worried about it. I mean, geez, my sister didn't wean herself off the off the bottle until she was like three and a half or four. I don't know why mm. people think that babies should wean off breastfeeding earlier than any other child weans off, you know, formula. But right. Well, I think that's more just because once the teeth start coming in, yeah. Well, you know, Melody's got a lot, a lot of teeth, but, you know, her body's still growing, her mind's still changing. She's still very much a developing person. And there is nothing that we eat in the United States that's really as good for a baby as breast milk. No, that is true. So, you know, she has most of her her life to eat, you know, whatever food we can afford to get. But she can have the best nutrition right now. At least I can (laughs) start her off well. Yeah. And at least it's free. I have to (laughs) eat to keep it up. It's semi free. It's semi free. I'm 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 more or less organic. There you go. <laughs> A lot of the food I eat is organic, therefore my milk is more or less organic. And I don't take hormones or really many medications. So <laughs> I'm better than most cows. There you go. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, see, that's the one thing when I when I get pregnant and I have a child, 
I probably will not be able to breastfeed. Simply because of the medication I take. Because of the symptoms. Well, and and that's, um, you know, that's always something that needs to be taken into consideration. Is, is the medication you're on, what kind of medication you can take while being pregnant, what kind of medication you can take while breastfeeding. You know, it's, sometimes breast milk isn't the best. Usually it is. In most cases it is. But, yeah, if you are on a lot of heavy medications that you kind of need to take to keep you alive, then, and they make it so your breast milk isn't isn't healthy, then, yeah, absolutely. That's what formula is for. Yep. It may make poop smell worse, and <laughs> it's really expensive. But if that's oh, yeah. what's going to be best for, for you and your baby, then that's what's best. I wish more yeah. people... We're so that's another thing. Either people seem to be in either one camp or the other. Totally formula or totally breastfeeding. You know, there's there's a few people out there that do both. But most people are in one camp or the other and are so hard on anybody that isn't in their camp. Like it's yeah. it's 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 a tiny little war going on between nursing and formula and I don't understand it. You know, people need to figure out how how best to take care of themselves and their children. No, I've never heard of a baby starve on breast milk. And I've never heard of a baby starve on formula. So, you know, I, I was totally a formula baby. My sister was a formula baby. My nephew was a mixture but mostly formula. Melody is straight up breast milk, and all of us have managed to survive so far. So, I I hope for 2015 to see less posts about people being mean to each other and more posts about people being good to each other. Here, here. I think that's a good hope. You know, it's a, it's a good hope. It may be a naive hope because you know the internet yeah. is just like everybody's dirty laundry airs there. You know, but oh yeah, I would like to see more people being good to each other. You know, less fat shaming, less breastfeeding in public shaming. You know. Just less shaming in general would be awesome. Yeah. Because life is hard enough as it is without people adding on top of it. Well, trying to trying to figure out who you want to be, what you want to be, where you want to live, what you want to do with your time on this planet is a difficult thing. Well, a lot of that. You know? A lot of that type of stuff. Um, you guys have seen the show Malcolm in the Middle, right? Seen the episode where Malcolm takes the girls there from either Germany or like some European country where it's they do have morals 
But it's not, you know, like here, you know, where everything you do is like, oh, you can't do that. Oh, oh, you shouldn't do that. And he's sneaking them into the house, and, you know, the one girl is telling Malcolm, you know, he just unfortunately comes from your country's Puritan origins. And that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, the Puritans were all about, oh, you can't do that, or oh, you shouldn't do that all the time. And it's stuff that's natural to do. Well, I mean, you, you're talking about where they had people basically, even in church, it was men and women were separated. You weren't allowed to touch hands. Yeah. I have one so it, it seems, well, go ahead. The one girl had said it the best. In my country, the parents, you know, want their kids to have fun, to have pleasures in life. Well, so, yeah, and that's how it should be. Yeah. So that's my two cents into that. Sorry, don't mind the munching. There was leftover. There was one piece of Christmas cake left. Ah. <laughs> I, I, I fell off the wagon tonight. <laughs> But, you know, as I was telling my mother, you know, yesterday and earlier today, you know, I don't do it that often. So. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with a little goodie every once in a while. Yeah. I, I'll probably go, you know, except for, you know, coffee cake in the morning for breakfast. I won't go with any sweets at night for about the next week or so. But, yeah, uh, my part of the year in review, let's see. Have you guys seen the um, the end of the current season of Friendship is Magic? The end of season four, I think? Yeah. Yes. I'm I, have to... seen, I, have, I, I have seen, I have seen, seen it, yes. Okay. Going back to the beginning of the season. Is it me or does Twilight always find something to whine about? <laughs> she is yeah. kind of whiny. I, I, I wouldn't say she was whiny so much as... high strung. That she definitely is. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's. I think if she was more laid back, it wouldn't come off as whiny so much. 
But she feels such a need for everything to have a place and to be in its place. And for most of season four, she had no clue what her place was. Well, see, at the beginning, you know, she was very much like, you know, you know, don't treat me any different, you know, very, I'm not a princess. Um, yesterday I watched a couple of episodes, and today while I was working, I turned on uh, French Biz Magic while I was working and listened to it while I worked. And it got to the final episode, and all of a sudden she's whining about, you know, what what is it? All I ever do is I stand there and wave at people. Oh, yeah, how she didn't have a bigger part in, like, the ambassador ceremony or something that they were having. Yeah, there was an ambassadorial visit, and her job was just to stand there and wave. Because they only really wanted a small amount of people. They just wanted to talk to, like, Celestia and Luna. And they wanted, they wanted, and Cadence, everybody but Twilight. Yeah, Twilight was still expected to be there. Now, I totally kind of understand that because that's a waste of time to have to go all the way to the Crystal Empire for an ambassadorial visit where you're going to wave at someone for a brief minute, and then you're just going to have to stand around and wait to wave at them again when they leave. Yeah. I, 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 you know, you know, I see the problem in that too. But it was just the fact that, you know, before she was whining, like, you know, don't treat me any different, you know. But now she wants to be treated differently. I, I don't think want she to wants be- to be true. I don't think she wants to be treated differently so much as if she's going to have to be there, if she's going to have to be a princess, she at least wants to be the princess of something. Because otherwise, she's just, you know, a pony with a brand new pair of wings, <laughs> which is apparently inconvenient. Who doesn't well, really... When you're not used to them, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are a whole new you set know, of appendages. True. <laughs> you go from having four to six, that's probably weird. Um, and I, it's not that, it's not that she wants to be treated different. It's just that one would, it's like when you get a promotion at work, but you're still the one stuck making everybody coffee. Yeah. You know, you're like, well, (laughs) gee, I got this promotion and yet I'm still the one going on the coffee run. What's this about? You know, if if you're going to get that promotion, you want it to mean something. You don't just want a title change. Right. Oh, really quickly, uh, we have to say goodnight to the live audience. Oh, okay. Goodnight, live audience. Night, live audience. This is Kimono, and you have listened to Bunny Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. Still have a minute and ten a minute and ten seconds of live live audience. Woohoo! But, but yeah, I was kind of like sitting there, kind of like really.
but then, you know, it all made sense why they were being stupid. Um, I have this funny feeling those ambassadors knew, you know, what was to come for Twilight. Maybe. Well, yeah, that, that's possible, too. Because then everybody was like, oh, but this is... Oh, but Twilight, this is going to... Hey, don't you say it. Because <laughs> <laughs> didn't you notice Celestia was totally in that mode of, don't you dare say a word. Get that yeah. <laughs> zip it. Zip, zip it. Now. <laughs> well, and I also I also totally understand why Twilight wouldn't want her, her best friends to refer to her as Princess Twilight. Because then yeah. that just gets weird. You know, it's like if 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 you're a vice president or a CEO, and then you go home and your kids are calling you vice president or sir or something, it's kind of weird. You know, when you go home, you kind of just want to be you. You don't want to be your title anymore. Yeah, that I can understand, but it was everybody else. That at first she was like, oh, I'm nothing special. But then she turned around and wanted to be something special. Well, everybody deep down wants to be somebody special. It's, again, I think it's just that, like I said, if you're going to get a promotion, you want it to mean something. You know, because otherwise it's just people treating you weird. Yes. You know, and if <laughs> if you're, but you you want your friends to always treat you very informally, like they're your best friends. You know, you want them to call you up when they need, you know, a cup of sugar or whatever. You don't want them to be, oh, well, I can't now. She's a princess. I can't ask her for sugar. <laughs> you know, so it actually is probably when Twilight is most human, more so than how she is in Equestria Girls, um, is when she becomes princess and she's torn between she doesn't feel any different, but people are treating her differently. Her friends are treating her differently, and she doesn't want that. Other people are treating her differently, but she doesn't, there seems to be no reason for it other than the brand new pair of wings, because all she gets to do is smile and wave. She has to take a train all the way to the Crystal Empire to smile and wave. (laughs) 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 You just, you smile, you wave, you nod. It's. And and she's stuck, you know. She she's nobody's treating her like regular Twilight Sparkle, including her friends. But nobody's really giving her any responsibilities to keep her occupied, to give her make her feel included. You know, right. or, or like when you when you first get married, and you're going to your your in laws. There's, you know, and people kind of, you know, you smile, you nod, say hi. But if nobody's asking you to bring any food to the dinner, if nobody's asking for your help and you're offering to help and everybody's like, no, no, it's fine, 
but no, and nobody's really talking to you very much. You just feel like, why am I here? <laughs> why did I put on pants and leave the house? <laughs> So in that regard, that's actually why I came to really like Princess Twilight Sparkle is because in season four, while it wasn't my favorite season, I think it was the best season for Twilight Sparkle because she is the most, at least relatable to me. You know, she's not just a happy pony in a magical land where everything's happy and wonderful all the time. The basket weavers sit and twiddle their thumbs and toes. She's a very real person. She's conflicted. And and I I appreciate that about season four. When she I admit when she first became Princess Twilight Sparkle, I didn't like it because I thought they were going to do a oh, she's a princess now and everything's lovely and happy and we're gonna make more toys to sell. <laughs> and that's kinda what I where I thought they were gonna go with it, not that they haven't, but but <laughs> But they actually, they made her personality develop with that as well. She didn't just like, here, we we glued a pair of wings on her. There you go. Everybody loves a princess. You know? they, they gave her, you know, discomfort and struggle and coming to terms with things. And I appreciate that. So in the end, I really feel like her becoming a princess made her become a more complete character. Because like all the other ponies, they've changed a little bit, but they haven't changed a whole lot as the seasons have But Princess Twilight Sparkle has really changed a lot as far as she went from being the pony that didn't care anything about friendship at all as long as she had her books and her dragon, she was good. <laughs> to being the princess of friendship. Yep. And struggling the whole way. Like, learning to trust people and make friends wasn't easy for her. And once she kind of felt like she knew where she was going with that, all of a sudden her friends change and act all funny and she has to restore them to their true selves and as if that wasn't hard enough. Once she does that, she gets blasted into oblivion where Celestia gives her a new pair of wings and crowns her a princess and then blasted back into Equestria. And (laughs) she has to form a new relationship with everyone. You know, she's got the cutie mark crusaders using her for, you know, popularity and her friends calling her Princess Twilight and especially Applejack, which makes it sound really weird because it's Princess Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but um, You know, but she didn't go all tricksy and be like, hi, I'm a princess now. Everybody bow down. I am the great and powerful Twilight. <laughs> that would have been weird, though. Yeah. That would have been awesome. I would have loved to see her, like, becoming a princess, turns her into the next, like, nightmare or something. Well, they did that with one of the ponies in the comic books. 
Gee, I need to read the comics. Yeah, I think actually Rarity got hit with the nightmare thing, and she was Nightmare Rarity, and it was kind of scary. That explains all the fan art I've been seeing of Nightmare Rarity. Yeah, Nightmare Rarity's kind of mean. I think that's kind of the point of the whole nightmare thing, though. <laughs> yeah. But you know who would be who I would be most terrified of turning nightmare would be Fluttershy. Because I mean, you oh, yeah. when Discord got a hold of her, she went from being the sweetest pony who couldn't actually be convinced to turn heel. He like had to forcibly like mind control her to do it. <laughs> and then once he yeah. once he took that wall down, you know she was. You know, the queen of the mean girls. Yep. So I Absolutely. can only imagine that Nightmare Fluttershy would be, you know, like Nightmare Moon would be afraid of Nightmare Fluttershy. <laughs> Actually, Fluttershy, when Discord did that, that is me when I'm working and I'm calling up an insurance company. I'm nice and sweet one minute. And then it's like this court just flipped the switch. And I will chew you out until you start to cry because I know I am right. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you have to be a little mean to get things done. Well, you know, I have actually been receiving like a like a whole ho- like string of telemarketing calls to my cell phone, which is technically illegal. Yeah. And have you logged your I've, phone with the um, do, national do not call list? Well, I, sh- I I don't have to. They're not allowed to to call. It's illegal, at least in Oregon, to call cell phones even using an automatic dialer. So anyway. The only yeah, way I got them to stop is I was like, let me put it to you this way. If you do not stop calling, I will report you to the FBI and the FCC. I have done this with people before. I will report you to the FBI and the FCC. Because most, more than likely, if you're calling my cell phone, you are a scam artist. And, you know, because any legitimate telemarketing company knows what you're doing is illegal and I will report you. And that actually got them to stop. Hmm. Oh, see, I love that the one I'm calling. Oh, go ahead. It's true. I have actually reported telemarketers to the FCC and the FBI, though. Particularly the we're calling for win- from Windows. There's a problem with your Windows. You need to download this thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, where are you calling from? Seattle. Right, because I'm Googling your phone number, and uh, what? I can see what address this phone number supposedly goes to. What's your address? <laughs> I'm like, well, it's in Seattle. I'm like, no, no, no. What is your address? <laughs> They usually hang up about that point. But, yeah, I've called the FBI and the police and the FCC, and they're like, yeah, thanks for letting us know. We 
try and keep track of these phone numbers so that we can try and track these guys down. Yeah. Well, see, I love the ones that call up and go, we're calling from your credit card company. Which one? <laughs> we're calling from your credit card company. Which bank are you working for? Your card, co- your your bank company. It's like, no, you aren't. Well, how do you know? Because I I go through Chase and I go through Capital One and I know neither one of those go through you. And I will be calling them to let them know. Calling their customers. Goodbye. <laughs> and then and then they call the house phone, uh-huh. which is under my mother's name. Oh, yeah. Guess what and Pony Baby and Pony Daddy just brought to me? Uh-oh. What's coffee? That? No, but even better than coffee. Chocolate? Sailor Moon Short Stories, Volume 1 and 2. Woo! Oh, my God. Speaking of that, would you believe this? I have not seen the last episode yet. Well, you may as well wait until the next episode comes on because it's a major cliffhanger. Okay, thank you for telling and, me that. I will wait until Saturday to watch it. <laughs> yeah, because, like, yeah, it got to the end, and I'm like, oh, come on! <laughs> I realize it's well, a serial, but real. Come on. Can't leave it there. But yeah, I mean, I you know, I don't know what it, what it was. I think I was I know what it was. There was another series on Netflix that I wanted to try and finish watching before they pulled it off of Netflix, but I kept forgetting to watch the episodes. <laughs> Oh, oh, I opened them. Oh, (laughs) volume two of Sailor Moon short stories is the story of, uh, was turned into the Sailor Moon, uh, S movie with Princess Snow Kaguya. Ooh. Oh yeah, I remember that one. That kind of. Yeah. That, oh, 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 and it's got a colored picture in it of uh, the cats as people. Oh, neat. Ooh. Oh, and there's 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 a really nice color one of Luna in human form. Oh, and a really really pretty one of Sailor Moon in pink. If it weren't for the shape of her buttons, I'd think it was a small lady as a grown-up. But, ooh, and they gave her tattoos. Nice. Ooh. Oh, this has got some pretty color artwork in the front, Volume 2 does. Oh, Volume 1 has some pretty color artwork. Volume 1 has a color picture of Rainy in the front and a color picture of... Ooh, a couple color pictures of Rainy in various costumes. Oh! This is going to be great. 
It's uh, the contents of Sailor Moon Short Stories Volume 1 is Chibius' Picture Day, Exam Battle Stories, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon Side Story, The Secret Hammer Price Hall. That reads really weird. Naruru and Ruru. Ru Runa. Yeah, that's a mouthful. <laughs> I bet you anything is pronounced Nalulu and Raluna. Oh, what a cute picture of Venus attempting to do an exam, failing. <laughs> and the covers are great, too. The cover of Volume 1 is um, Chibi Chibi, asleep, and uh, Rini, like, kind of leaning over her, poking her. It's pretty cool. And then volume the cover of volume two is uh kind of racy actually. It's Sailor Moon and um Prince and Damien in bed together. Ooh. They're clearly not wearing any clothes, although it's very tastefully covered in all the right spots. And then Damien's sleeping and Sailor Moon is all, like, snuggled up on his chest, giving a wink. Aww. Yeah, baby, you want to hold the books? There you go. You're welcome. But, yeah, Fred was at the comic book store, so... He went to, uh... Buy all the stuff in his box and close out his box. It's sad. It's the end of an era. Aww. But he just been really gracious about letting him keep his box because you're supposed to purchase so much every couple weeks or every couple months. And he really hasn't been. Melody's missing a shoe. Well, you better hope so. (laughs) Okay. We found it. Oh, and more Emily the Strange. Why didn't you show me? Okay. Well, my husband's Beth? been hoarding, hoarding my Emily the Strange comics. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. That's not right. Oh. Can I say hi? Can I say hi? Hi, Tony, baby. Aww, she's being all shy now. Aww. That's okay, yeah. you can be shy. We know you're really not. Yeah. 
2015 is very simple. What's that? Very doable. To be 50% better than this last year. That's all I want. Fred, I need your help. That's your direction. That's certainly rational. Doable. He knocked over the cup. My cat just knocked it over the cup of goldfish crackers and started eating them. Oh, yeah. He loves cheese. <laughs> but yeah, I just want it to be 50% better than what this last year has been. Oh, the, the um, the beavers and targets ever after high collection, like every other target, seventy-five percent CH. <laughs> Poor Cupid. Uh, okay. There's no love, Cupid. I don't know if I heard that. But... Fred went went down the toy aisle for me at the uh, Beaverton Target, and he said that their selection of ever after high dolls, much like every other target in the area. Is seventy five percent CA Cupid. <laughs> they have Cupid? Apparently we're hoarding Cupid at this point. I, I, I if, any, if anybody else had this many Cupids, they would be on the show hoarders. <laughs> tell tell the next time you guys go, take pictures of what they've got and <laughs> send them to me. They're all wave one Cupid. Hmm? They're all wave one Cupid. Regular, ever after high Cupid. Well, I've never even seen her. Two packs and then one couple. Ah. Well, um, you can see pictures of her at everafterhigh.com. Amazon.com, Mattel.com. But yes, if you want, if you want us to pick you up one, um, I'll price check her for you and let you know how much to PayPal me. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get out, but I couldn't get it out. <laughs> yeah, because because we don't have a sales tax, so. Ooh. Lucky. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Every time I pay for something, I feel like someone's just like had their way with me and I didn't even have fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> they finished first, huh? <laughs> yeah, they finished first and I ain't got nothing but my stuff for it. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad joke. Yeah. But yeah, if you could price check them for me. Sure. Because I happen to like Cupid. She's actually a really cute doll. It's just I can't have her with my dolls. Because my doll, I, I have Dexter now. 
and I've got Raven Queen, both Legacy Day and Regular, and I just can't have her competing for Dexter's affection. (laughs) (laughs) That would just not be fair to Raven. Oh, you know what else I got for Christmas that I totally spaced on? This is not life in the greenhouse. Stop saying tote. <laughs> is uh, Calavista sent me a box of Christmas presents. Ooh. And she sent a plushy G1 cotton candy. And she also sent me um, Monster High Freaky Fusion uh, Cleo Lie. The fusion between the Tiger Torali and Cleo Denial. Oh. Although I have to admit, Melody's kind of afraid of Cleo Lie. Aw. If I show it to her, she won't touch it, and if I get it too close, she cries. Aw. But she loves plushy cotton candy. Well, of course, it's a pink pony, and it's soft and squishy. Yep. Well, it's 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 soft. It's not really squishy, because the G1s weren't particularly squishy. Well, but, yeah. Um, well, it's soft and but it's so, sort of fuzzy. Yeah. But it is soft and pink, and she calls it pee-pee. Aww. Which I'm pretty sure is her trying to call it pinky. So, we sleep with Pee-Pee every night. Aww. That is so cute. Although she will throw Pee-Pee if Pee-Pee gets too close to where Melody's nursing. (laughs) Well, she doesn't want the pony honing in on her territory. Yeah, she's very territorial. In fact... Melody won't even let Daddy near that area. Poor Daddy. (laughs) I can say that because we're in Ponies After Dark. Poor Daddy. Well... He'll be all right once she stops nursing. Yeah. Hopefully then she won't be so territorial about yeah. that at least. Well, you Give know, Daddy a little bit of a break. Well, you know, technically, yeah. while she is nursing, okay, I hate to say it like this, but those belong to her. <laughs> <laughs> That is where her food, some of her food is coming from. Therefore, they belong to her. <laughs> Maybe that's why she just tries to pull down the other side, because this is her way of saying, these are mine, look at them. Ah, <laughs> uh, Pony Daddy and the cat are playing.
You're going to be an outside influence on the baby. She's walking very closely, actually. Uh, Poor Fred, he says he's not a role model. (laughs) Well, Well, you can be a role model by being an example of what not to do, too. I'm a role model. That's true. Melody doesn't understand no yet. She can say it really well. I've heard her. She can say the word no. She can sign the word no, but she doesn't know what it means. She's like, no, no, no. She looks at you and smiles and does it anyway. (laughs) So either she doesn't know what it means or she does know what it means and she's just a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) She might just be pushing your buttons. Could be. She's getting she's getting much better at signing what she wants though. Like when she wants to watch baby signing time, she signs baby and time. When Yeah, we gotta we gotta remember to send Aunt Vicky a thank you for that jacket. Okay, Daddy, put on something for her. <laughs> Not baby signing time. Why does it make you cry? Like there's that one song about about boo boos where all the all the babies are crying. And all the shots that makes me cry. There's the song. Oh. It's, an, uh, uh, it's a new. There's a song at the end of "It's a New Day" about watching uh, Rachel watching her kids grow up. It shows them when they were little and then when they were kids. It is, that makes me cry. I'm like all sappy and stuff now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, Daddy's putting rainbow rocks on again. Yay, sea ponies. Have you seen it yet? No, not yet. I haven't had an opportunity to watch it yet. Um, I have the next two days off, so thinking within that span I should be able to get over to my friend's house and use my Netflix to watch it. Okay, well, as soon as you're done watching it, you need to, like, text me or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'll send you a message on Facebook or something like that. 
What about yes. me? You, you too. too. You too. Okay. Well, that's my next thing I'm going to watch. Since I finally finished the season, I'm going to watch the movie, and then I'm going to, I swear, listen to all the back interviews you get. So you're going to watch Equestrian Girls and Rainbow Rocks, and then you're going to watch all the back episodes of the Tony Talk that you haven't listened to? You can watch the yeah. opening credits and Rainbow Rocks. not have to watch Equestrian Girls. Tony Rocks is the whole thing. Francis, if you really want to shorten it, you can skip watching Equestrian Girls and just watch the opening credit to Rainbow Rocks because it summarizes Equestria Girls. Before, before going into the movie. Well, I watched Equestria Girls. That's how I know about the guy who likes um, Twilight Sparkle but is never heard from or seen again. Oh, yeah, Flash Century. Yeah. I mean, I, did he the get fan art that came out of that, though, is pretty darn cute. Yeah. Well, he's supposed to have a parallel self in the pony world because I think they showed him at one point. But and I thought yep. for sure he was going to be in season four, but he just never showed up, which is kind of a bummer because that right there would have been another good character development arc. Well, maybe they're going to do something with that with season five. I I really hope so because seriously... I mean, yeah. I would love to see Twilight develop a, a relationship with Flash Sentry, and I would love to see Rarity not only fall in love with someone, but fall in love with someone totally unexpected, where she's not obsessed with how fashionable they dress or how elite they are in society, but where she falls in love with their genuine personality. Like, if I could make a pairing, I would have Rarity with um, Big Macintosh. Oh, yeah, that because, would be cute. <laughs> because he's that such a good guy that. as far as ponies go. But he's so not, you know, a high-society pony. Oh, no. <laughs> He would be the you know, one that would be like Green people. Acres. It would, it oh, would yeah. be exactly like Green Acres. <laughs> <laughs> Green Acres is the place for me. For I, I agree. Like for me. Um, what is seriously? We don't have that much time left tonight. What is this? What is it with him wearing a floaty whenever he goes swimming around his he- around his neck? <laughs> He's a heavy horse. Maybe he doesn't swim well. That I mean, like, maybe because he's just so used to having the heavy work collar on that he has to have the floaty too. Okay, it makes sense. 
it's like when you wear a hat all the time and then you don't have anything on your head. It feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I learned, though, that I think is kind of cool? The What's that? The, the, the Ashley Ball, who does the voice actress for uh, Rainbow Dash and Applejack, Mhm. Do you think that's done? Yeah. Um, she has a band. Oh, really? Yeah, totally cool. unrelated to pony stuff. Real. <laughs> and she says it's really weird because, like, at her concerts now, like half the people that show up are bronies. <laughs> But, like, she legitimately, like, her band is actually pretty good. Um, if you watch the documentary about her on Netflix, A Brony's Tale, um, they have some of the music, and some of the music's actually pretty good. But, you know, they were kind of, they're kind of a garage band that got famous with one of their band members is a voice for My Little Pony. Cool. So. I don't remember what it's called. I might have to go look that up. Although, you know, I have to admit, I'm still having a hard time coming to terms with the fact that when bronies make a documentary about themselves, and they portray themselves as these awesome people, but then when you catch them on the Internet, they're acting like total jerks. Uh-huh. And it's some of the same people, too, like, you know, from the documentary that you find online. Just, it's 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 disturbing for me. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're really going to make a documentary, you might as well show both sides. Like, some of the people in this group are awesome. Some of them not so much. Okay, well, the Bronies tale that was actually about Ashley Ball, which is a little bit different because it's about Ashley Ball and her encounters with Bronies. Because um, there's two. There's just one called Bronies, where the host of the show is uh, John Delancey, a.k.a. Discord. And then uh, A Brony's Tale is about Ashley Ball and coming to terms with uh, her status world of bronies.
<sighs> I can't believe the year's almost over. I know. Kind of flew by. Yeah. Yeah, it, it seems to me it seems like just yesterday that it was Halloween. And then Thanksgiving didn't even feel like Thanksgiving for me this year because that's where we held Thanksgiving at. Mhm. And then there was Christmas. Seems like what? So I feel like I better start planning for Christmas like now. Mm-hmm. You start planning the next Christmas like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are some retail outlets that probably are doing that right now. Well, has anybody, like, besides me, seen the 1985 Christmas movie just called Santa Claus? Santa Claus the movie or something like that? Mm. It's got um, John Lisko and I can never remember his name because I only remember his name in the movie. Uh, well, it's got another famous actor that isn't alive anymore. What can I say? It's got John Lithgow in it, and um, anyway, there's a a scene in it where Santa just gets back from delivering all the gifts, and he's falling asleep in his stew, and the you know his right-hand elf comes up and he's like, Santa, we need you to approve next year's list. <laughs> oh, no. And Mrs. Claus is like, can't it wait till tomorrow? He just got home. And he's about to, like, throw his face faceplant into his stew. And she, like, grabs him. She's like, no! That's like how I feel right now. <laughs> and I have to approve next year's list and get started on yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, actually, when we were at when uh, the whole family was um, celebrating Christmas, and we had like just finished opening presents, we were just do, done dinner and getting ready to do bingo and. Uh, my one friend, Dave, his fiance turns to me and says, so next year for Christmas, I'm like, next year, next year is next year. There's going to be so much happening between now and next year. You can't start planning for next year already. But some people are. Well... We're on such a tight budget, and it'll probably be even tighter next year. So I kind of have to start planning now. Like, maybe if I go out and buy, like, I don't know, two dozen skeins of yarn, maybe I can just knit everybody a scarf and call it done. (laughs) That might not be a bad idea. I don't – see, that's the problem, Fred. I have neither time nor money. I'm always Nikki. I'm always <laughs> Nikki Tsukinoko. 
or I, as I like to call myself. Because thank God I'm not insane enough to refer to myself in the third person yet. No, I didn't. Somebody want to come over here and smack him for me? Sure, I'll get on a plane. (laughs) I'll be there tomorrow morning. Okay, sweet. I'll have coffee ready. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. I was up early. Same here. Yep. Sheep ponies! Did somebody say sea power? Oh, can she find the button? Just want you to know, I did get one of the parrots to dance to that song. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, I was, uh, actually, come to think of it, I was just watching the Ghost of Paradise Estate the other day. And the baby sea ponies are in that. And they also do shooby-doo, shoop-shoopy-doo. Although I find it irritating that, you know, Megan has that shell and she throws it into the water. Some of the sea ponies, right? You never see them give it back to her, but she always magically has another one whenever she needs to call the sea ponies again. And, like, the only time she ever gets grown-up sea ponies is in um, Rescue at Midnight Castle. Otherwise, it's the baby sea ponies. Always the baby sea ponies. Am I the only one that preferred the grown-up sea pony toys? No. I like the grown-ups, too. I can just... I don't have one. I only have the babies in a grown-up shell. Yeah, same here. Which shell? A green one. I need that one. You do? Can I buy that shell from you? Sure. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah, I'll, I'll post pictures of it in the next few days and let you see it. Okay, because it, it, that shell goes with um, the purple sea pony with the pink hair, and that's the one I have. Oh, okay. So, awesome! Woohoo! No more just leaning her against the wall and hoping she doesn't fall. <laughs> I'll Do you need a floaty? I can. I have a turtle floaty. I can trade you a shell for a floaty if your babies need a floaty. Sure, I don't have any floaties right now. There, I've got a glass cup that's like a smaller cup that has some marbles in the bottom that my two baby sea ponies share. 
Awesome. So we'll trade. I'll send you my baby sea pony floaty, and 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 you can send me the shell. Cool. I can do that. I'll have to grab a shipping envelope or something. I know I have one in here somewhere. Yeah. And I'll I'll send you pictures of the turtle floaty. It's in really good condition, actually. All right. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Sea <laughs> pony lovers helping sea pony lovers. There you go. Are you trying to attack me? No attacking, Mommy. So, did anybody besides me go to see Peter S. Beagle this year? Uh, I kind of missed him when I was at Otakon. Because I know he was there, but I was doing a whole bunch of other stuff and didn't have time to see him. I know you saw him, what, twice this year? I No, I saw him uh, once um, last year in November. Um, and then in November again this year. Oh, okay. I think it was November. O- no, it was October. And Melody was a snot. <laughs> yeah, you saw Luckily... Yeah, Double luckily time. Mr. Beagle is is a natural <laughs> grandfather figure, though. He was very patient and charmed by her. I was eternally embarrassed. Well, that's okay. I mean, when Melody's a little older, it'll be your turn to embarrass her. Yep. Oh, that's why I take pictures of her when she throws tantrums over stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Someday I can be in this with Melody through a tantrum because we put her marker caps back on her markers. <laughs> well, I say we call it a night since we've got like 10 minutes left. Okie dokie. All right. Well, pony night nights and happy new year. Night, everybody. I'll see you next week. Pony Pony night nights, and see you guys next year. Yep. See you next week. See you next year. Good night. 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 Are we alone? (sighs) At last. Well, wasn't quite the year-end review I was hoping to do. But, oh, well, do we ever actually do what we're actually supposed to do? Well, hope your your pony year has been a good one. And hope you have an even better pony year next year. So, see you all next year. Good night.